0: welcome to the essential artistry podcast exploring erotic awakenings and liberated love i'm your host luna agnea essential arts and intimacy facilitator relationship coach tantrika, and artist with a passion for the path of liberation through love in this podcast you will receive first-hand stories of sacred erotic awakenings transformational experiences and love that goes beyond limits. This podcast is here to inspire, educate, and awaken your own sensual artists. Because when you liberate your Eros, you liberate your alive. Welcome. So today I want to talk a little bit
1: about what you can expect if you decide to go to a sensuality retreat, like the Sensual Arts retreat and a little bit about the journey towards creating it and my journey as a facilitator towards bringing this into the world we just launched the essential arts retreat in spain and we have another one coming up in bali later in the year so i yeah i thought it was a good chance to just speak a little bit about it because i know some of you are kind of lurking, checking it out, you're curious, but it's intimidating, or you're not really sure if it's for you. So yeah, I thought I'd just go into it a little bit and speak more about it. So maybe if you are curious, then this can give you a little bit more safety or assurance or yeah, inspire you a little bit towards taking that step to come on the journey with us. So there's so many different types of events that work around sexuality, sensuality, pleasure, spirituality, personal development, all that kind of stuff, and they're all very different. I've gone to a lot of these kind of events over the years. I went to a lot of sex-positive festivals and play parties and uh, then started going to more spirituality-focused retreats and events, and the Central Arts Retreat actually birthed from another event that I was doing called Ether Reality, which was my first explorations into combining conscious sexuality and kink and uh, tantra and cacao and stuff like that. I didn't actually find any other events like this at all when i first started experimenting a few years ago i was new to berlin and i'd started going to some play parties and i was going to a lot of like kinky sexy wild parties and at the same time i was starting to go to ecstatic dances and cacao ceremonies and getting more into that side of things i'd already been going to a lot of um transformational festivals, trance festivals and stuff for many years before that as well. And I really wanted to bridge these worlds. I wanted to see what happens when the spirituality, a uh, community celebration and ecstatic vibe mixes with things that I was also interested in like shibari and kink and um, sexuality and Now we know there are actually quite a lot of other events doing this, and especially in the Neo-Tantra scene and, uh, you know, Tantra festivals and spaces like this. But at the time, I had no exposure to this. I was actually just kind of making it up as I went, and I was like, I want this kind of thing to exist, so I'm going to experiment. So I started running first these one-night events that then became multi-day events, uh, and playing around with this idea of like, okay, can we have a sober space? I had lots of performance art originally because I was still a circus performer and bringing in uh, different teachers. I wasn't really teaching Tantra at the time, so I had someone else come in and teach Tantra and someone else come to a cacao ceremony. And uh, yeah, I was just seeing what happened because these were two really big parts of my life. And I wanted to see what, the middle point was I. they seemed to be very contrasting and very different, like the kind of kinky, sexy side that I was exposed to was often heavily revolving around alcohol or drugs, and it was pretty intense, like a lot of loud music and a lot of stimulation, and you didn't really get to know people. Like, it was more based off just surface level attractions and curiosity and you know maybe you play with someone or have a little scene or maybe you just dance and it was a lot focused on entertainment and also a bit I guess on identity because it was about like dressing up and getting into character and playing this character in this role and I really loved the conscious scene and getting a lot more Authentic and grounded, and a lot more about like the inner experience rather than about what you look like or uh, needing to just be entertained. So, yeah, it was a bit messy at first when I was kind of bringing them together. I didn't really know what I was doing, I didn't have mentors or I didn't have uh, other events to look to to get inspiration around what worked. So, I was just kind of figuring it out. And yeah, there were still like some cute events. My first one was absolutely terrible, but they got better. Uh, and I collaborated with some really beautiful people. And I really enjoyed doing the multi-day event because I found with these one-night events, it's kind of a nice thing when you're curious to just go to an event for the night and kind of look around and get dressed up and get curious. But I found to really feel, yeah, I always feel like I'm overusing the word safe, but there's this level of uh, dropping in and feeling comfortable in a space and kind of knowing who's around you that brings up this sense of safety that actually helps a lot of people to be able to let go a little bit more and to feel, you know, that they have enough time to maybe actually get confident enough to ask someone, uh, if they'd like to play or chat or whatever, uh, and. Yeah, this kind of stuff takes time. Like, I found it quite overwhelming uh, going to some play parties and stuff because you just had this short amount of time and you just had to kind of get there and find someone to play with and then, you know, you don't find anyone and then you just end up watching on the side and you feel awkward and you're like, oh my God, do I just go home? And uh, then maybe I'll just kind of push myself into doing something just because that's what I came there for and... I didn't really know much about boundaries. I didn't really know how to communicate what I liked. I just kind of went into fawning or freeze. So, yeah, a lot of my first experiences, they were kind of exciting, thrilling, and interesting, and in a way, liberating. But I also struggled a lot in those spaces. So I found once I started going to and running multi-day events, that it was a lot nicer because you could really build a sense of community, you could really get to know people, you could take your time and actually go at the speed that your body is comfortable with, because a lot of people don't actually feel comfortable getting intimate right away, and I think there are a lot of us that are used to nightclubs and uh, other kind of, yeah, wild parties and events... I get used to pushing themselves to hook up with someone really soon, but that's not actually what a lot of people enjoy or like. There are definitely some people that do, and that's um, part of their personality and part of their eroticism is that they love the kind of casual one-nighter hookups, and that's really works for them. But um, I'm more on the demisexual spectrum, and I know a lot of other people are too where they actually – really want to get to know people and feel comfortable and kind of tune in to like what, what wants to emerge and build a bit of erotic tension and, you know, see someone that they like and have a bit of a flirt and, you know, have some time to relax and then come back to it. And, um, yeah, like really build up and take that time kind of like dating and, uh, not just rushing into things and. You just can't do that in a short event. It's just not possible when you just have a one night in a club and there's loud music and there's this time pressure to be able to really listen to your body, to listen to your heart, to really tune in to is this person in a match for me or, you know, a lot of the time, actually, the people that we are most compatible with, we might not immediately be attracted to just because someone's sexy or they look good doesn't mean that they're necessarily the person that we're going to have the best experience with and this can yeah also be hard then for one night events if you're not someone that is considered generically attractive or uh, is the kind of person that people hit on a lot because yeah like you don't really have time for people to get to feel you and get to know you and see the other beautiful parts of your personality and your vibe Uh, there's a lot just based off if you can be confident enough to flirt in a very fast way (laughs) and pick people up uh, or if you're attractive enough that people will come hit on you initially And, and even that like apparently I don't get hit on much because people find me intimidating not because I'm not attractive so even that isn't necessarily a measure of if you're going to have interactions or not so Yeah, one night events can be fun, but they have their downsides, especially for people with certain um, styles or types of eroticism. So multi-day events really give you time to drop in as well as the opportunity to have workshops and learn things. So usually the first days will cover things like consent and have lots of icebreakers so people can get to know each other and get chatting and have ways for people to start to get to know people in the group and introduce themselves and get into their bodies and start dropping into the space. And then it can start building up and getting a little bit sexier and inviting more different opportunities to play. So the first day of the Central Arts Retreat, people arrive and they, yeah, we have like, A kind of welcome circle and introduce ourselves and introduce ourselves to each other and have a few little fun games to get to know each other and then the whole next day we start tuning into just solo work and people getting into their bodies and kind of feeling into what their desires are and building on some solo sensuality because it's super important that if we're going to be connecting with other people we start with ourselves And then we start getting into connecting with others through consent and communication and, uh, starting off light, like having this, uh, more fun, playful, curious way for us to start feeling into other people like, okay, let's meet some of the people I'm sharing the space with and let's have different opportunities to get to know each other and see what comes out and It's hard to get to know what our desires are that start popping up or what our boundaries are, what feels good, what doesn't. So many people don't even know what they want. That's another problem with uh, shorter events is if you're someone that isn't super in touch with your desires, it's hard to know what you even want to happen. (laughs) You know, you're like, okay, I know I want some kind of intimacy, but, like, it's all overwhelming. I don't really know what I want. Do I want to have sex? Do I not? Do I want to... Try okay and kind of know. Uh so when we have a longer time, we have workshops and we have practices, then it invites a bunch of experiences for you to try and that you never have to do any of them if you don't want to. You can just experiment. You try out these things, you get to see, like, okay, yeah, I'm kind of into this, I'm not really into that. I really like the vibe of this person, I don't like the vibe of that person. And over the days, then things start getting, well, the invitation starts coming for things to get a little bit juicier and a little bit more wild or playful or uh, edgy. And because you're familiar with the group, because you've had a lot of conversations with these people, then you can start feeling a bit more comfortable to let go a little bit more and you'll, yeah, start feeling into who you're liking to connect with and uh, if there's some people that maybe you know you're starting to fancy or have, have feelings for then you can you know start to actually invite or explore that and yeah then in the Central Arts Retreat we also do some processes and stuff that can be helping to yeah, release shame or judgments that we have around our sexuality, as well as learning practical skills, because a lot of sensuality and also it comes down to learning techniques and things that you can do with people that's not just about sex. Uh, a lot of people know how to have sex, they know how to kiss, but knowing how to really give a beautiful massage or how to really be present with someone, how to hold space for them. Uh, it sounds like simple things, but a lot of us don't actually really learn, and we can just be in our head and be really self-conscious, like, oh, are they liking it? Am I doing it right? Am I a good lover? Am I not? So, yeah, and I, even if you are naturally uh, finding yourself to be a good lover and your lovers are enjoying what's happening, uh, we can still become more masterful and artful. So I called my work sensual artistry because I really see it like an art form like painting or singing or dancing or whatever, that you can really get super creative and learn new skills and really become masterful at exploring sensuality with yourself and with others. And you can really gain these extra skills and tools that help you get into this creative flow when you're engaging with others with yourself and yeah that that's something that you can always continuously grow and explore and it's not something that you're like okay I did a massage course and now I know how to massage people it's like there's so many different techniques with so many ways that you can become better and more attuned and um, get into more flow and yeah really master that it's not Yeah, something that has like a limit to it. There's always more, especially once you start getting into Tantra and sacred sexuality and start getting into the energy realms. And then there's so many different ways that you can start to explore not just the physical body, but the energy body. And then how you can connect with people beyond the physical body, which might sound a bit weird uh if you haven't had those kind of experiences yet but it's really profound and you know i've been doing this for years and i'm still learning new techniques and still having like deeper and more profound experiences with energy and with presence and with kundalini and these kind of yeah techniques or uh yogas or whatever it is that you want to call them like it's it's always growing it's always expanding so even if you consider yourself to already be a great lover it's not to say that you can't learn more or uh, get even more masterful or feel more confident or explore whole new realms that you didn't even know were possible before so our aim in these retreats and events is to inspire you and give you more tools and more ways of being with self and other uh, that you might not have ever have experienced before or even if you have experience it gets you another reason and chance to do it like I've done so many workshops now that it's still always a nice thing and you know maybe even though I I guide uh, five census rituals all the time I'm still happy to do them when the opportunity comes up I'm like yeah I'm done this a million times i've guided it a million times but like it's still fun it's still a juicy experience so why not do it again so you know the the retreats can be really powerful for beginners that have never done this stuff before and they're like oh my god this is a whole new world i never knew how to relate to people like this wow it's like blowing my mind i mean for people that have done this stuff before it's like yeah like i love this shit i get to do it for a whole week i get to like meet new people have new experiences like why not spend a week diving into the fun juicy yummy experiences and practices uh you know even if you have already done it before (laughs) so yeah we get a mix of people that are very experienced that come to the retreats that just like love this and love the opportunity and love the community so they're like yeah luck to just give myself a week of this. Why not? And then there's people that are newer that are going through a huge process of uncovering their sexuality and their sensuality, figuring out what they desire, what they want, and what their boundaries are. And uh, it's really beautiful having that mix of levels, actually, because the people that are more experienced can uh, be really beautiful at like helping initiate the newbies and give them some experiences and bring their expertise uh, so that, you know, you get paired up sometimes with people that are really good at this. So um, you get to have an experience with someone that is feeling pretty confident and knows what they're doing. Uh, and yeah, it's really beautiful as well to offer these experiences to newbies. If you are more um, experienced, then yeah, it can be really nice to help blow someone's mind with their opening this whole new world and learning more about this. So. Yeah, it's really amazing within a week, re- doesn't, like it might sound like a long time for others and not like a long time for, for others, but I've really been amazed at just how tightly bonded and powerful the community is after this. So from the last two Central Apps retreats, we've had people stay in contact for years And whole new friendships have blossomed, collaborations, relationships. People have actually met someone at the Central Arts Retreat and ended up in relationships with them multiple times now. And it's, yeah, so beautiful. Like whether it's a friendship and you just have some allies on the path that you can chat to about your growth in this realm, or, um, yeah, whether it's some sweet romantic, sensual. Play dates emerge. There's yeah, so much that can come from it, and and for some people, they just you know go through their process and then go off, and they're not that interested in uh, keeping up with people, and that's also totally fine and valid. But I find that so beautiful, and what I love as a space holder is seeing the way that the the container continues beyond me and, and beyond what we've created there. That you know these little seeds that we planted start to blossom elsewhere. I even love when I sometimes go back to my hometown and some of my students are then kind of creating community play dates, play parties and stuff and utilizing the practices that we did and guiding others. And yeah, this whole community builds out of it. Uh, Yeah, I just love the kind of people that are drawn to this work as well. And like, it's, tends to be some really beautiful kind-hearted playful fun interesting weirdos <laughs> that uh, that are drawn to these kind of events and really unique interesting people i yeah i mean they're totally my kind of people which is why i've been in the scene for quite a while and i still love going to these events it's because it just draws in a really curious open-minded individuals and yeah some of the best friends i've ever made have been through going to these kind of events whether it's expositing festivals of tantra events or whatever it's um yeah people that are really questioning the cultural norms and exploring and embracing life and celebrating life and people that aren't, aren't afraid to you know really take action in getting the life that they want because this is yeah just something that i find so fascinating is that people know that love and relationships and pleasure and all that is something that is pretty vital to a happy life like you know there's plenty of research that having good relationships and more sex and stuff makes you live longer and happier less depression, less anxiety all that kind of stuff it's like really good for you But so many people will not invest in that or take action towards it, even though there are spaces and there are events that can really help with, you know, this whole topic around sexuality and relationships and help you, like, learn to open up more and experience more pleasure and have more fun and have better relationships. Like, that is so something worth investing in. And I find people will quite easily you know, spend money and invest into going to more trainings to make more money or have a better business or, uh, yeah, doing things like that because, you know, business is such a fundamental thing. But yeah, but then at the same time, they're like, oh, no, I wouldn't go to something to help me have more love and pleasure and joy in my life. Like, no, that's not for me or... (laughs) Yeah, people spend a whole bunch of money going to a festival to get wasted for days and on a whole bunch of drugs. But then they won't spend the same amount of money on something that's going to really radically transform the way that they relate to their body and to other people and the way that they experience love and connection. And yeah, for me, it's a priority. Like I love love. I love relationships. I love feeling good in my body. And for me, it's totally something worth really investing time, energy, and money into, um, into improving the quality of my relationships, improving my relationship to my body, improving that general sense of well-being, and having better quality relationships and partnerships, and all that. Like it's something that I really value and that gives me a lot of nourishment in my life so for me it's like yeah of course I would invest into that and um, go you know give myself the education that I need to be able to have better relationships like this never came naturally for me you know I people might see me as someone that's quite sexually free and confident in my body or whatever but that wasn't always the case. I, I used to be terrible at relationships. I wasn't in a relationship until I was like 25 or something. You know, I was single. I had really messy relationships, like friend would benefit kind of things, and I couldn't communicate to save my life, and I would kind of numb out a lot of the time, and I, yeah, it just wasn't in a good connection with my body. I would have a lot of trauma responses and freezing, and, you know, then I started going to events and being like, yeah, I need an adult sex education, I need to learn this stuff again, like I didn't get this education growing up and it's like I'm not having the kind of love that I want in my life, so I, I had to consciously, intentionally go and seek that and rewrite those stories and learn new things, learn how to touch bodies and stay present with people because I used to like hate giving massage I do it for five minutes and I'd be bored and checked out like I just didn't find it interesting so I had to like learn how do I stay present with someone how do I enjoy giving touch how do I enjoy giving a massage how do I like not just get stuck in my head and bored and tuned out like I that was stuff I had to learn and, and that's why I really love being able to teach others this as well because there's so much nourishment and like yeah yumminess and play and connection and healing and all kinds of stuff that comes through this work that just yeah it's hard to access if you don't have the spaces for it and you don't prioritize it and you don't give yourself that opportunity so yeah so we designed the essential arts retreat like at first I kind of made it just to be a whole bunch of my favorite things for a week. I
0: was like, let's just go to a beautiful place in Bali and do all this dance and
1: massage and shabari, and, you know, just have a really juicy week. And once we ran it, it started actually being really deeply healing and really powerful for people, and I kind of wasn't expecting that. I thought it would just be fun and sexy, but now it seems kind of obvious to me about <laughs> the other side. Like, yeah, oh, of course, once you start actually experiencing that level of um, intimacy and presence and connection and stuff, then you start to really look at the way you've been avoiding that your whole life or self-sabotaging or being in, like, relationships that weren't good, weren't serving you, Um, the way that you've been, like, yeah, avoiding or being addicted to sex, love, people, Start looking at your patterns, start seeing the way that they're playing out, start seeing the way that you are or are not really there when you're connecting with people. And, yeah, all your patterns start to emerge, all your shadows start to emerge, and it can be so freeing and fun and juicy, but also very confronting and very intense uh, because, yeah, a lot of us aren't actually really living in alignment uh, in these areas of our lives. of us have a lot of trauma there a lot of us are you know using coping mechanisms addictions so when we go into these areas then so much comes up and that's why you know we have a big care team and we yeah over the last couple of times doing this um, as well as other retreats like the tantric arts retreat you know we started really more intentionally bringing in these more healing aspects and uh especially for this upcoming one i've really taken even more time and in feeling into the the layout of the retreat and bringing in a bit more space specifically for that specifically for uh facing the stories that you're holding and the things that are challenging you and shame that you hold around in your sexuality so that you can like help move that shame by being witnessed in it by having space to feel it and then like once we've moved that and let some of that go then we can really drop deeper into what our authentic desires are and what we really want and how to express ourselves more authentically so yeah i'm really excited for this upcoming central arts retreat i'll say for having Sonia there and I'm all of you already know Sonia some of you don't I collaborate with her a lot she's my soul sister and she also does really amazing stuff lots of tantric kink and sensuality and pleasure and yumminess and yeah we've been having some beautiful chats about how to make this such a beautiful powerful journey and you know the last retreats I didn't even have that intention. And people were saying that, you know, so life-changing and transformational. And yeah, now I feel like we're even more bringing that intention in and really crafting this journey to take people into deeper layers of themselves. And it's it's a spiritual journey. It's not as spiritual as like the Tantric Arts retreat where we really go into a lot of spirituality in all areas of life. Uh, it's really about bringing this intentionality and this reverence and this worship for the body and for others, really seeing others beyond our stories about them, being like present with life, opening the senses, opening our bodies, opening to life, saying yes to life, saying no to what's not serving us as well, of course. And yeah, a lot of people were kind of surprised at how how spiritual the journey was for them even though we weren't doing as much full-on spiritual practice but just love is spiritual <laughs> you know love is God love is sacred uh, relating is such a spiritual journey so yeah the the retreat is really an invitation to start opening to these more deep juicy hot based ways of relating to our bodies and to each other and yeah I'm really uh, I just I love being able to offer experiences like this and I just so want to be able to communicate uh just what yeah just what this journey could be for you if you're curious about it if you're wanting to develop this part of your life if you're wanting to have more love and intimacy in your life that this is possible you know it's not just for people that happen to be you know super sexy or have the right upbringing or have someone that comes and unlocks their sexuality or whatever it's like it's what i love about sex positive communities and stuff as you see actually It's not about what people look like. It's really about their openness, their curiosity, their willingness to try new things and to be vulnerable and put themselves out there. Like, that's actually what dictates uh, which people are going to be the ones having, you know, these yummy experiences more than anything. It's like the one that is brave enough to actually put themselves out there and to say, like, yes, I want this and I want to co-create this, and I want to give this a go, and, you know, is also then willing to graciously take a no, but just keep their heart open, so we work on that as well in the training, that's really important, because, you know, you can vulnerably put yourself out there, doesn't mean the other people are going to say yes, but that doesn't have to mean that then you close off and shut down, it's like you can put yourself out there invite the kind of experiences you want to have maybe the person that you happen to invite isn't into it but that doesn't mean no one else will and if you stay open and stay curious and um, yeah like find that way to be unattached to the outcome or to the timeline of when this thing's going to happen then yeah like people really feel that they feel that you're not like pushing or forcing and that helps them feel safer with you and more open to potentially yeah connecting with you because that's generally what puts people off is if they feel that someone's entitled or they feel that they're really clingy or attached like this is a kind of creepy leaky energy people speak about when there's yeah either this entitlement and this like i want this i'm gonna have it or there's this like clinging like oh it's got to be you and I want this so I'm gonna have it now like that's where we work on this letting go like embracing our desires and honoring them but also being willing to surrender them and let them go and just be with what is in this moment and it might not be exactly what we desire but maybe something even more beautiful will emerge and whatever happens is exactly what we need to happen at this point in our life and we can trust that so if the experience we're meant to have is going through grieving and crying in the corner and facing our rejection wounds, then that can still be exactly what we needed to feel to be able to heal and evolve and move on in the future. So, yeah, so much can come out on this journey. So much beauty and bliss and joy, pleasure and laughter and yawn. So much tenderness and vulnerability and growth and evolution and yeah it's, it takes a brave person to say yes to a journey like this to be able to put themselves out there and to try something new like this to be yeah vulnerable to go against the cultural norms um to invest in themselves and actually take time off and go on this journey and say like yes my pleasure is important love is important sex is important i'm not going to pretend that they're not i'm not going to just keep you know Focusing my life on all these other areas of wellness and just totally ignore this huge gaping hole in my life where I want more love and pleasure and intimacy. Like that is an important thing to your well-being and it's worth journeying into and exploring. So Uh, Uh, maybe something in all of that resonated with you, maybe and you feel like some tingling or maybe some butterflies or something, and you're like, oh, fuck, like, yeah, you know, this this is what I need. This is what's going to support me. Uh, maybe you're like, okay, this all sounds crazy, and absolutely is not what I want. <laughs> That's fine, too. It's not for everyone. We're not going to pretend that this kind of thing is something that like every single person should do or will do or whatever. Uh, it's definitely a certain kind of person that feels that, pull towards this work and they feel that there's more to love and sex and pleasure and all that than what they've been told and they know that there is this calling to dive into that and explore it and offer themselves that offer themselves the opportunity to explore uh if there yeah is more available to them in these departments and to offer that to the people in your life too Like, if you want to be a good lover, if you want to be a good parent, if you want to be able to, yeah, be fully there for the people in your life and communicate well and be present with them and be able to offer, like, loving support in the best way you can, even if it's not about you, but it's about you wanting to be able to be that for others, that can still be a beautiful intention for coming on a journey like this. Like, I know a lot of parents, they're like, yeah, I don't want to be a bad role model for my kids I don't want to be all shut down in my body and have them also miss out on the beauties of love and pleasure and stuff like they want to be able to be a good role model and they know that they need to go on this journey to be able to uh, pass on that transmission to their children so that can be some inspiration as well or you know to be a better lover for your future partners or your current partners or whatever so if you can't find that permission slip within just yourself and doing it just for you then you know perhaps it can help you to feel into that desire to be able to yeah show up with more love and connection for other people in your life as well so feel free to reach out if you have questions if you're feeling inspired uh, we have the application form you can put in to sign up to join us so we have the upcoming retreat in spain and i'm really looking forward to that we're going to have a bunch of our new graduates there as well because we're running the teacher training beforehand so there's going to be some very experienced sensualists in the group and if you can't make it to that time in spain then in september we've got some retreats in bali so there'll be the sensual arts retreat and then the tantric arts retreat which as i kind of mentioned is much more focused on spirituality and it's got elements of sexuality in there but it's much more about like living a turned on enlivened free juicy life in general and it's just much more focused on yeah traditional tantra uh while this sensual arts retreat is more what we call neo-tantra and sacred sexuality it's much more sexuality and pleasure focused so if you're wondering what the difference is that's it I like to say that Central Arts Retreat is liberate your eros and Tentric Arts Retreat is liberate your life, which is the kind of uh, slogan for the Central Arts School. Okay, that's all for today. Also, yeah, you can check out some testimonials on the website to hear from some of our past participants if you're curious. And yeah, again, if you have questions, feel free to reach out. Much mm-hmm. luck.
0: Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. I hope you've enjoyed it and found it inspiring. You can connect with me on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and through my website, centralartistry.com and centralarts.school, where you can get some freebies and sign up to my mailing list to stay in touch. Hope to see you again soon.